0: We are live. This is Wednesday night. Uh, this is the finale, right? This is like the season finale. You yeah. guys are
1: okay? Yeah. Season finale. I'm doing great. i doing wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's I'm so actually good. not watching ESPN for the next week and a half and not going on Facebook. It's been super hard because my whole feed is something goofy, so I just, I just don't know what to do, so... Yeah. I'm gonna read him praying fast, but it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> be good for
0: you. What what about uh what about you guys, Kim, Ashley? You're here with us too, right?
2: Yeah, super excited to be here tonight for the season finale. Yeah. Yeah. This is Wednesday. Can't
0: night. wait to see what comes.
3: What? Can't wait to see what comes next.
0: Yeah. This is like Ashley's favorite thing to do, everybody. Just so <laughs> you know. Yeah. If,
1: if you're watching right now, will you guys wave to Ashley and tell her great job tonight?
4: Yeah.
3: My ears are all hot. I, I'm gonna say awkward things probably. So
4: well, wow. nothing new. That's it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why are your ears hot? That's what yeah, I I don't
3: know, because I'm nervous. I don't know.
1: You know what happens to my ears when I wear a mask, a face mask, my ears go out like this and I fly, so. I don't think Barnett, did
5: Barnett freeze? Look at him. No, I'm on, <laughs> I'm, on I'm on, I'm on Facebook right now, so I'm
1: trying to see, I'm I trying to see connect on Facebook, so. Are we streaming on MySpace as well? <laughs> no. Do you remember your MySpace account, Jeremy? That was popping there for a little while. It was. I had like a bunch of friends too. They all left me. Remember the good old days when you had friends?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Yep. Well, if you're joining us tonight, this is not a roast. This is actually a uh, night where we're hanging out together. People are saying that, Ashley, uh, they appreciate you. Yeah, uh, no, that's thanks, great. <laughs> that so great. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Wednesdays. Uh, then and now and what is going on at Journey as a whole. Um, So I I first want to talk about Wednesday nights. Um, Real quick we started in Jeff's backyard about 10 years ago Uh, just over 10 years ago hanging out doing barbecues. There were like I don't know 10 families or so and uh, we were just starting to pray and read the Bible and and as jeff likes to say i i went off to europe for like a month and uh and they really dude kind of it was like
1: church. 42 days dude <laughs> 42
0: <laughs> days so i i came back and uh poof there it was there was the church you know uh, they followed my like super deep, deep detailed uh, instructions and guidelines on like how to plant the church and uh so
1: it was so good. We were so, we were so thankful that you left to give us room to grow.
0: Exactly. What, what's your
1: uh, what's your take on how it started 10 years ago, Wednesday night? One of my favorite memories, you guys got to picture this. So we're in our backyard. We're to have no idea what's going to happen. Jeremy's teaching. He taught like the first two or three weeks in a row because he was going to be gone and we didn't know you know, we just want to make sure that he got some teaching. And right in the middle of one of his lessons, my dog went up on the thing. Everybody's watching and she Clover poops on the thing right in front of Jeremy's message. That just <laughs> showed you how Clover felt. She was ready to gonna anoint, the, <laughs> anoint the church. And uh, Clover had a couple of great moments uh, uh, during some worship time and stuff that was very hard for her. The other thing I remember is we used to stay and my kids were young at the time. And uh, Alyssa Marie would yell at nine o'clock, church is over, go to bed. And she would slam her screen door from the top. And, and that was it. And so I'm like, okay, she's spoken guys. It's time to leave. And so there was some pretty interesting things that happened. those first couple of, uh, of, of weeks and months. And it was really fun. And I, I remember we went through the book of Colossians. Yeah. Jeremy taught like the first couple of chapters and then he went on this like nine year sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right Barn- Barnett. you were there remember that what was what was your uh memory of the formation or beginning well i just put that
5: cats that's why cats are better than dogs you know oh dogs dogs are really cool but i think cats are just a lot better you know they don't do that well i i should take that back <laughs> i don't know i i did like that i did like that feeling of being um i forgot we actually did that on outside in Jeff's house Um, I was thinking Wednesday night more of the boys and girls club and and just that and it was that's it feels like it's so long ago now but I just enjoyed the dinner part where we would just get together and and have
1: dinner yeah I mean there was a really cool there was a really cool moment sorry I didn't mean to cut you off Jeremy there was a really cool moment that Jeremy was teaching he came back and it happened to be the one rainy night in Camarillo And we all came into the house and we didn't know what to do because we didn't have and the church had grown to like 45 people. And it looked like a time where Jesus was preaching because people were on the staircases and on the stairs and sitting everywhere in the house. We had kids rock in the living room and Jeremy was teaching. There was just so much motion. Jeremy doesn't like motion. And so he couldn't handle all the cerebral things going on. But it really, that moment, like somebody even said it, if we brought the, the the man down from the rafters, we would have healed him. It just was like, it was just like living in the Bible days. I remember how how cool it was. So, Absolutely.
4: Uh...
0: Yeah, and then, so we were at the Boys and Girls Club. It was like an outreach. Uh, we had all different types of people coming. We had uh, people from all different walks of life. Um, and then um, Kim was there from time to time. She was living in Mexico. What was your experience when you dropped in and joined us on Wednesday night? Um, I thought it was always fun.
2: It felt like a family atmosphere. And honestly, I think one of my favorite parts of um, Wednesday night has been our, the time of worship. Cause you know it just was a little more like free flowing I think on Wednesday night than Sunday, um, so I, I always enjoyed you know just getting together as a community and worshiping and uh, feeling like part of a family.
4: Good stuff.
0: And then uh, Dustin, you dropped in somewhere along the yeah. way.
4: That's typically how my entrances always happen. This is <laughs> yeah no I I enjoyed. Uh, Wednesday nights for a while is actually Jeremy pressuring me to attend a Wednesday night that I finally started to hang out probably my my favorite memory though is uh (laughs) Sawyer was two weeks old and we snuck him in to hear my very first message six years ago so that'll be my favorite memory looking upstairs and seeing uh my wife and kid hanging out Upstairs, listening to an amazing message, probably. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna play that message just to show
1: yeah. you how amazing it was. Do we have our messages
5: from back then? Because I don't know if we even what we even said was even true. You know,
0: I I don't know, but I think there's a what that? do they call that? um
1: Come back to me. I'll, I'll come. Up, I'll remember what the term was. Jeremy's a pack rat archiving, so he's archived everything. So I guarantee you, yeah. no, that up. He can pack rat that thing. He saved. He's got our first uh, digital PowerPoint from 2009 or 10. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, we had some crazy series back then. That was a funny thing. We had some some wild ideas. You know, one of my favorite things, Jeremy, obviously my best memory of Wednesday night is you just uh, finally, it, you tried to get the courage up for 38 minutes to uh, propose to your wife, oh. sitting there trying to take a picture and film it, and at, like three times you were ready to do it, and then you kind of hemmed and hawed and waited, and uh, it was really awesome to uh, have you finally uh, propose. It took almost a little longer for your first kiss, but I mean, it took a long time to propose too. Yeah. So
0: um, if you didn't know what Jeff was talking about, I, I proposed to Tara on a Wednesday night at no other place. I mean, some people propose at fancy restaurants or on the beach. I proposed to her at the Boys and Girls Club. I mean, that is setting the bar so high. And I think it was probably after a junior high stomp. So it had the, the humidity from junior hires still in the room. It smelled like so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh. And then Ashley, you came along. Were we at the Boys and Girls Club at the time?
3: Um, well, when I would visit, you guys were in the Boys and Girls Club. But when I was on staff, you were at the community center. So it's been about well, almost five years or about five years. Um, but I think one of my favorite parts is it's like it Wednesday nights was like super slow paced. And so we got to like really get to know people. It wasn't like people were just kind of like, hurrying to their seats and then hurrying out it was like actually like fellowship and hanging out and then i got to hang out with all the kiddos and
0: yeah like no one was wearing masks and stuff we didn't have to be socially
1: distant people could hug it was (laughs) crazy world face masks weren't invented by that back when we first started (laughs) yeah absolutely but now
0: we're like in this transition time right we haven't been able to do wednesday night service except for online um for i don't know since uh march yeah march-ish yeah and, um so i think i spoke on the last wednesday night that we had and um we were going through romans at the time and if i think i'm right right no sure. yeah we weren't going through romans i know that we were going through romans and uh yeah it was uh It was what it was. We didn't know that was going to be our, our, like, last Wednesday night at the community center at at that time. We didn't know we were going to be going under this huge quarantine, COVID-19, all of this lockdown stuff. But uh, now as we transition to the future, Dustin, you want to talk a little bit about what's the plan for the Horizon?
4: Yeah, I mean, our biggest thing is we love fellowship and we love staying connected. And so Wednesday was a huge Platform for that. We got a chance to teach, we got a chance to fellowship. What Ashley's talking about, it was was nice just connecting with people, and we want to still have that connection. And we feel the next step as a church is we have to base all of our efforts on the community groups because that's really where the relationships are taking root, and people get to hear from one another. They definitely get to pray together and hear these messages last on, where they don't just stop on a Sunday. We get take them all the way through the week. So our next steps is focusing all our effort on our community groups. And right now we have 11 groups going strong. I mean, we want to continue growing that where the next time that we launch, which is actually in February, uh, the 1st of February will be our brand new kickoff for community groups. We want at least 15 or 16 groups going strong just to meet the needs of all these different demographics. We have a young adults group. We have a... Uh, We're going to be starting a marriage group together. We have a young married group. We have a singles group. We have all these different groups. So if you have ideas of a group you might be feeling called to, you know, let us know. But, you know, I think the the biggest thing moving forward is our community groups. And then also when we get a break in between, uh, we're going to start rolling out some classes too.
0: Nice. Uh, What... Like anyone else, I know a lot of you guys are in uh, community groups. What, what are the things that you uh, enjoy or, you know, help you could, that you could say to help describe what a community group is a little bit more? Actually, <laughs>
3: Me? Oh, um, I actually was like really nervous to start with a community group, um, especially because like my community group had already started. And so they were already kind of a little bit close um so it took like a week or two to kind of get more comfortable um but it's been super helpful it's been um encouraging there's an awesome group of girls that um that pray for me each week um we all like kind of connect each week and make sure everybody's doing okay um plus it like kind of reassures me like sometimes I'm like unsure if I have everything right, if I understood the whole message. And so other people answering questions, it kind of like reassures me, like, oh yeah, okay, I did get it right. Or, or no, I didn't get it right.
1: Yeah, I really like the community groups. I've been doing community groups at one point in my last job, I was kind of in charge of the community groups and they're essential to people's faith because honestly, where else can you ask questions and go, did I didn't really understand what jeremy or dustin or jeff or kim was saying on the message and you can really kind of have a different perspective and it's always interesting to see what everybody gets about uh, from that i think about my mom and and my dad and what they've got out of community groups is my mom was been in a group you know 20 plus years ago 25 years ago and she's like i went to a group not knowing how to pray and if you've ever Uh, been with my mom, she'll pray on the spot wherever you're at. And it's because somebody in community group, she heard and said, this is how you pray. And now my mom is willing to pray with anybody at any time. And so, man, the community groups really shape us. And I'm trying to say this without being rude, but we can ask questions that might seem stupid or kind of immature in our faith and not be cast down because somebody's like, oh, I thought like that, or I'm thinking like that right now. So for me, Uh, I love the community group. I love hanging out with people. And as much as I love Wednesday night, and I don't know if you guys know this, but we're shutting down Wednesday nights. We're going to move and put some energy into other things if you're just tuning in. And uh, the community groups actually allow us to get closer to the 10 or 12 people. If you remember Wednesday night and how good it was, you would sit at a table and get to know two or three or four people at the table. So I think we're going to be able to expand it, is what Dustin was saying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that the community groups have, have uh, really taken on a new um, new energy and a new experience for people in the church. And it causes us to grow in, in huge, huge ways that, um, you know, our, like, our, our group is awesome. We have kids running around all the time. But now that we're on virtually, like we can press that mute button. And it's amazing. You don't have to smell dirty diapers, except maybe from your own uh, little kid or whatever. Um, but it's it's time where you get to just experience life together and, and grow together. And um, it's easy. There's no like prep work except, hey, listen to the message, go there on Sunday. Or if you can't check out the podcast or, or watch online, anyone can be a part of it. And anyone can grow um, from doing that. It's different than regular types of, of small groups. And we, we see this as a huge benefit to the church and to our, our lives individually. Um, let's, let's just, uh, like check in with the chat real quick. A- anything going on in there? Uh, Dustin, you're like the Facebook guru.
4: Yeah, I was actually, uh, replying to Lydia's comment. And this is a great point to bring up for those looking at community groups. Cause that's one of the number one. Uh, let me just say the question first is that she's saying she doesn't like answering questions and I'm terrified of groups because I'm completely, uh, out of sorts being in any group. And this is one of the things that I love about our community group because we started off, you know, about a year ago, and to seeing the growth from people, it's like you don't have to answer if you're not comfortable yet, and you don't have to have this great theological answer. These are real life questions that sometimes, like, what are you struggling with? What do you need help with? What did you get out of the message? Uh, like this week's going to be dealing with wrestling stuff. So the the preface of the message is coming up with your wrestling name to begin. It's, it's very not intimidating. It's very approachable. So you, I just kind of think of it not as a, you know, this bad study thing that I have to be a part of. It's hanging out with friends and talking about life together and just sharing different moments that happen. So if you are scared in a group, uh, especially in this type of setting, this is very approachable where you actually get to make lifelong friends at the same time.
0: Kim, what's going on with you? You're you're churning right there. I know your thoughts. You you uh, you've well, done a lot of a lot of work with small groups and, and people. Yeah,
2: for sure. And I think one of the beautiful things about community groups is that it really becomes the church, like that goes on throughout the week, right? Where you you really get to know people on a different level. You get more intimate with them. And then, like, if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time like you get to share that with your community group and you know that you have at least those people praying for you and they get to walk with you through whatever you're going through you know whether you are celebrating you know the birth of a child or a grandchild or whether you're you're mourning the loss you know of an elderly parent like your community group gets to be there with you and honestly like Jeff and all the staff don't have the time or the ability to be able to connect with every single person in the church but being a part of a community group you have a small group of people that can take care of you, that can celebrate with you, that can, you know, rejoice with you and also pray for you. And so I think being a part of that is is invaluable because really, um, that's really, when you read the book of Acts, like the church met from house to house and they broke bread together and they shared their lives together and they prayed together. And so we got to do that on Wednesday nights, like kind of in a large scale, but the community groups, you're really getting to do it like in a small scale where you're getting to know people on a very personal level. And um, it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Ah, I mean, that was perfectly said right there. And that is like a sales point. I'll see you guys
1: later. It was good to see you guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, That was amazing. Thank you for that. That was uh, really clear. And I think that was um, a great way of explaining uh, what we
5: do. And I want to comment too, the reason why, you know, I think sometimes maybe depending on the group, like they're they're not designed to be kind of like an academic exercise, right? Like the questions are really there just to help people open up, to help people explore the Bible, but also to relate to one another, because ultimately we're trying to uh, relate our life experience with what's going on in the Bible so that we can pull things from it so that gives us hope, inspiration, advice, and you know, like I, I just, I've seen so you know, like it's not an academic exercise. It's meant to be like helping to understand not only the Bible, but uh, each other. It can be, you know, there's definitely, we're going to offer some classes that are more geared towards the academic side and exploring a little bit deeper uh, media. But I know in my group, like I definitely love it when people start sharing a testimony, you know, maybe it's like the story of of answered prayer you know and someone praying and like like you're job or something and you you go through a season where you're like Job, and you don't feel like the lord's answering and and someone kind of relates their life to that story and they explain like maybe there was a season in their life where they felt like god wasn't answering but then he finally shows up it's like it's just awesome to hear how people um like how their life kind of lines up or or things apply to them. And I think they just, it kind of really humanizes the Bible and it becomes a part of uh, our story too. So I just wanted to kind of share
1: that, you know, I know some people. Hey, can I chime in a little bit? I don't know if you guys that are watching this have noticed, but Jeremy made a huge shift in January with the teaching schedule and what we are teaching. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but when we made a decision, we were on a, a staff retreat back in November and uh, Jeremy's kind of in charge of Wednesday nights, and he started making some shifts on how we we're going to teach and how we we're going to go after the Bible. And I just want to share from one of the guys that gets to do most uh, some of the Sundays and uh, to teach. It's allowed us to be a little bit deeper in our teaching because we feel like there's a way for the message to go a little bit deeper. I think Dustin was mentioned it at the beginning of the community groups. It allows the message to keep going. And so we've shifted our teaching because of the community groups. And I think we're allowing ourselves to get into bigger topics, maybe even tougher topics. And it's allowing us to uh, stretch the uh, str- str- stretch the church and grow the group. And, uh, you know, it's been really and fun for us. And as a teacher, one of the ones that teach uh, the majority of the time, it's, it's comforting to me that I know that the message is not dying just on Sunday and then it's another message. I don't know if that kind of was clear or not, but I got
0: it. I understand what you're saying for sure. Uh, Ashley, you want to reiterate that for everyone? (laughs) Exactly the way I said it. No, but when
3: you were talking, I was just thinking like for me, um, not that your message aren't, messages aren't great and that they're forgettable, but it helps me to like continue to be in it the whole week instead of it just going in one ear on Sunday and then out. I can kind of revisit it a couple of times throughout the week, And,
0: and then you hear what other people are, are hearing too, because mm-hmm. when we hear what other people, I mean, it just, it just makes it uh, enlarges the conversation. I love it. Um, so this sounds like a sales point for uh, community groups, but, uh, it kind of is in one sense because that's a huge part of, of journey, the church, but, uh, Dustin, what do they have to do? What, if people want to sign up for a community group, what's the, what's the procedure? Like how they have to like, uh, score a certain percentage on a couple tests and do a physical training and stuff. What what do they have to do?
4: Yeah. You have to have O plus, uh, it's tight blood and you have to be, um, (laughs) Wow, it's Halloween, can you tell? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, community groups, we have sign-ups two weeks before our quarter system starts. And the next quarter system will be beginning, like I mentioned, February 1st. So the last two weeks of January, we'll be having signups. And normally, you can just email me and I'll get you in a group. We are currently working on a brand new system where we will have it digitalized and you'll be able to look online at what groups we have and you'll be able to plug in to see if there's any openings in that spot. Uh, but until that happens, you can just email myself, DustinJourneyTheChurch.org, and we will get you plugged in. I am hoping uh, that as regulations keep easing up and we get back together, you'll be able to hear firsthand from some of the leaders in person, just how these groups have changed people's lives, because that's the the true testimony. So if you're interested, if it's on your heart right now and you want to be involved and notified in the future, just let me know, put it in the comment section right now, keep me updated with community groups or email me, and then we will get you all started.
0: So like, um, I was going to say that uh, if someone's tuning in right now and they are just like, man, I want to be in a community group. Can they just put it in the chat right now? Like, Hey, yeah. like, can I get in a community group like now as soon as possible? And we can, we can figure that out.
4: Like this is just a sales point right here, right now. This is it. But wait, there's more. Yeah. If you sign up, put it in the chat right now, even, if you, yeah, even if you happen around. to be listening to this later, uh, and it's a rebroadcast, like still put it in the comments. I'll be checking this. I will get your name. I will contact you and we will make this all happen. So don't wait any longer. Just put it in the chat right now. Whenever you're listening to it, go for it. Nice. And it's free too. It's free. Free.
0: Free.
1: three dollars. You know, one of the things I've liked about the community group, and I don't know if we talk about it enough, is it's enlarged the lay pastors of the church. There's more people that are doing ministry than ever before, and people are going to their community group first. I think Jeremy or Dustin was saying that, and it was kind of a dream of Kim's, like a year and a half ago we met, and we got like 58 leaders in the room, and we were talking about how to get these leaders activated, and the community group, Lydia was talking about her husband's a guru. Well, he should be leading or being in a community group because he'll help grow people. It's, a, it's really a leadership mechanism. It helps you grow to become a leader.
5: Awesome. I was gonna say too. Community groups are cheaper than therapy. I was looking at a price. I heard literally for like an hour session, it's like one hundred and sixty dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half session, like you know, don't wait till you need to get. A, I mean, yeah. I mean, I recommend if you need a therapist, like get a therapist. You know. Can
1: like, I ask you a question though? Why um, are you looking up at therapy? You already need marriage therapy, or
5: no? Actually, <laughs> I actually think I think everyone needs someone that they can. uh be fully vulnerable with and that they can have someone that they could say anything to without any judgment. Now, I wasn't looking into that. Some, some of the guys in my, I'm in a seven pillars group that they have therapists and they're telling me how much it costs. I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. So I'm just telling you guys right now, like, don't wait to, to, you know, until things get so bad that you get to that point. But if you do, it's not, there's no shame in in getting a therapist. Like they're awesome. And they, they do I do think an amazing three job. weeks
1: ago, I had a therapy session with Jeremy. It was pretty yeah. good. It was pretty fun. That's yeah. good stuff. Uh, well, that's, did that's, it cost 160 bucks?
0: Probably. Probably. <laughs> Priceless. Priceless. <laughs> uh, so that's a lot about community groups. Um, but what's going on with the church right now? Uh, we are currently... Uh, meeting behind the community center where we used to meet inside. Uh, we've been, you know, attacked by this whole COVID-19 and, and quarantine and all of the things that have come with that. Uh, we're broadcasting services at nine and 11 as well. Uh, pre-recorded. Uh, we've got our community groups going on. We've got our kids program. What What is going on with journey the church right now?
1: So we're meeting live 10 o'clock on Sundays. If you don't know that, tell somebody and come out and check it out. It's really fun. Very easy. It's live separate from the two uh, video services. Like Jeremy's saying, I've got a couple of contacts with people this week talking about Facebook going, you guys are meeting live. And I'm like, we're meeting live. We're meeting live 10 o'clock. So just want to make sure that everybody knows that
0: you can bring your dog too, I guess. Right.
1: It is a dog park. That's where they gave us a dog park. Mm -hmm. So, what, what else would you add? Ashley, you have
0: something to say about this, right? Like, we have kids? Right
3: on. Yeah. We have kids um, in the back.
0: You
1: what have do, a what lot do of kids this, this week, week, right? Huh? A lot of kids doing pumpkins and crafts. Yeah, we
3: have a lot of kids. We had like 22 kids this week. We did painting pumpkins and we had a lot of fun. What did um, you
1: look like? What? What did you oh, look like?
3: Oh, I was like, um, I don't know. I was like a a punk um, unicorn? Was, no. No. A punk rocker unicorn? No. I don't know. I was. Uh,
1: uh, I'm going to text you. I have right <laughs> whatever I can find at
3: Walmart. I told it? the kids they could dress up, so I had to wear something. I rainbow hair, horn. <laughs> Anyways. We're going to do another fun event like that for kids um, right before the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Um, and then junior high, we are doing, we have a couple like planned, um, I don't know, ice cream social kind of thing um, at the collection. And then we have a movie night in mid-November, outside movie night.
0: So, like Dustin, you are your wife is a nurse. uh, Same with uh, J Rod. But um, like people who are interested in coming on Sunday morning at ten o'clock, joining us for the live service. uh, Like, what if they feel uncomfortable about COVID? They don't know about like, oh, is it safe to go out? Like, what what are they looking at at a live service?
4: So a live service, uh, we have everything covered, and that's one of the things we want you to know about is that, number one, we're meeting outdoors because that's the safest place to meet right now, and that's, we follow what all the regulations are placing forward, so we're outdoors, uh, a mask is encouraged to, to you know, walk up with a mask, have it there. Uh, We have sanitizer stations pretty much everywhere you can imagine. Uh, We're disinfecting things in between uses. Uh, We are having everyone bring their own chairs. So that way they're the only ones touching their chairs. Uh, There's so much space you can't even imagine. So if you wanna be six feet, eight feet, 20 feet away from people, you can space out. Um, It's very approachable. And it's very, you know, it, it makes me feel safe, because I'm, I'm one of the hesitant ones that don't always feel comfortable being in groups yet. And so if I'm there feeling comfortable, then I'm, I'm telling you, it's a safe place to be. So we're taking all the precautions necessary to keep you safe. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're all family, we don't want anyone getting sick. So we're doing everything that we can to make people feel at ease, because we don't want to be one of the the reasons of people stopping to come to Jesus. So we want to make sure you're safe here. If you're not safe, or if you don't feel comfortable coming in person, that's why we still have everything virtually. We have hosts online that will gladly talk to you and welcome you take prayer requests. So it's a win win either way.
0: Uh, Anyone else want to talk about the outdoor live services? What's going on? We also have like prayer
1: going on. We've got worship going on. We've got messages. Kim, what do you like about outdoors right now? What's, what's, what are you getting out of it?
2: I think it's really fun to be outside just worshiping God together. Um, it's, I was thinking about it the other day, you know, you like, I, I drive down like say our Neil, um, on my way home from the church and I see, you can see churches all through the community gathering outside. Normally we see the church hiding inside a building, but right now everybody's outside worshiping in public. And I think there's something beautiful about that. I think that as the church worships, worships God throughout the city that um, it's releasing actually blessing to our community. And um, maybe it'll make people feel a little bit more comfortable to come and just kind of, you know, stand in the background at first and kind of just see what it's all about. So I, I actually really enjoy it, especially since we live in California, we have good weather.
1: it's kind of of a funny thing too because last week there was like seven dogs there was at least seven people with dogs and walking by uh, a couple times he will walk right in the middle of the message you just have no idea what's going to happen the other thing that's really exciting is i love to just have this open air feel of worship going into people's houses uh I, i you know i was worshiping and tara was singing this beautiful song uh uh, and uh, a couple weeks ago, and then Barnett this weekend, and just hearing that going into other people's homes is also refreshing. So, ah, yeah, absolutely, I,
0: I love it. Uh, the outdoor services is awesome. We've got uh, some fun events uh, planned as well with that. We've got a coffee cart, a whole coffee cart that's going to be coming um, to serve like specialty drinks on November eighth. So not this Sunday, but then the next Sunday. Um, it's this like cute remodeled trailer um where this this girl um her name is Holly and she serves coffee out of this this coffee cart and it's gonna be awesome
1: right yeah specialty drinks dustin give them the promo because you're great at it
4: yeah do you like americanos do you like lattes do you like slow drip coffee if you like i can White yeah. White whites, those are Barnett's favorites. That's right. Uh, if you've had Starbucks coffee bean pizza, this is going to put them all to shame. This, wow. this is just the, I'm sorry, because we have a Starbucks uh, married into the family of Journey. Uh, but all these coffees are going to be put to shame because this is amazing. It's made with love. You definitely want to be a part of this. And uh, the, the best part is that if you get to church early, the first 50... Customers or people, whoever you want to call yourself, they are going to be covered. Your free coffee. So, you want to get the church early, have these amazing lattes, feel super seasonal and very basic, and have some fun.
2: But which um, one is your favorite, Dustin? Good job. <laughs> Thank you.
4: I am going to have to go with, well, I like salted caramel mocha right now, but if it's offered, I'm going to have to do a pumpkin spice latte, even if it's like 85 degrees yeah. out.
1: Yeah. Other
4: things don't, I forget,
1: don't forget this. Jeff Barnett's been waiting for donuts. I mean, he's got this donut ministry going yeah. on. And so not only are there are gonna be coffee, but donuts. Legitimate real donuts. And yeah. uh you, you know, we're gonna throw them at people so there'll be no COVID. So if it, we, we've heard if you get about 17 miles of speed, the COVID gets off of it and you just kind of it in your mouth. So yeah. We're gonna have packaged donuts, right, Barnett? Yes, sir. We're gonna
5: have package donuts. I haven't decided if they're gonna be donut holes or regular ones yet. Because oh. man, they 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 have some awesome awesome donuts there. So
1: if Dustin had emojis when you say donuts, it would say hearts all around him right now. If he had it, it would. When you say donuts, you see that smile on his face. <laughs> home market donuts that's it whenever right?
4: someone says it I just hear Homer Simpson in my head that's it
0: <laughs> you know what I hate donuts I hate them Bec- not the way they like taste it's just I feel miserable after yeah. so you guys can eat all you. my donuts
1: Hey, you know who doesn't hate donuts Zeke Zeke loves <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves donut today. you got donuts
0: donuts <laughs> apparently he was exercising with ashley and tara today and he was screaming at the park for donuts so, that <laughs> They're his, so good that was
2: his
3: bribe one one more lap around and then you <laughs> know wow
0: so uh we're meeting outside. We're also having online where you can tune in on the on the uh Facebook page or the website. But also, like we said a while ago, hey, we're looking for a building. What's the status
1: on Journey and uh future home? We are currently have a an um, amazing realtor, his name's Grant. Pray for Grant, pray for the community. Uh, There's a bunch of buildings out there, but there's really only one section that they want us in, and there's nothing really for us right now. That doesn't mean that something's not going to come available. A lot of buildings are coming available, but we are looking at a lot of things, Uh, you know, movie theaters. uh, We've been trying the the mini coop place. I mean, we're looking at everything and anything, and... Uh, some of the things we're looking at is uh, the 24-hour fitness. It just has to do with size and money. Uh, and the the other thing that we're trying to do is we're talking to the community. I mean, the, the city. I was in with the city planners and just saying, tell us where to go and we'll go. You point us to a building and to a place. And so really what I'd like for you guys to do is pray that God is going to provide that perfect space. I can see Sharon telling me it's there. We just got to get to that perfect place. Mm-hmm. So the best thing that we can do right now is pray. You know, I think Barnett said the other thing too is you can also increase your giving at some point if you feel led. We've had people give uh, gifts. We're not really doing a building campaign. We're just trusting in God. Uh, We have a a staff that has great faith, but currently right now we're on a search and we really kind of lowered the bar a little bit. And uh, there's nothing currently uh, that we have on our kind of, uh, on our radar right now, there's one that's kind of outside of the coded area that we're interested in. But currently, I would say it's a 50-50, if not less than that, 30% chance uh, it would take a little bit of uh, a pretty big work of God to happen. So we are looking. If you know of somebody that's got a free building, call Jeremy yeah. at 555 <laughs> Yep. Yeah,
5: we'll take a free building, man. That could happen, you know. Take a free uh new old building, you know.
0: Yeah, I think there are um, amazing opportunities that are in front of us and we get to see God move in huge ways. Uh there are there are just, I mean, endless possibilities out there. Also, what we um, what we are also considering and watching are the is the way that our community is Navigating through the COVID uh, season right now, like we just uh, upgraded from purple to red, um, possibly in a couple of weeks, uh, we could be transitioning from red to orange, and that could open up new opportunities for us, even um, if the weather is bad, maybe we were able to possibly go inside at the community center, it could hold 200 people or something, you know, so we're, we're really watching that we're really, um, you know, on it, but we could also use your prayers and also your, mm-hmm. um, your wisdom as well. So we want to just enlarge the conversation too and, and open it up. Uh, but yeah, so the, that hasn't shifted, right? That's what I, we're here to say. Like that hasn't gone away. Um, it's still a, a hope and dream for, for us. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about building and then we'll, we'll move on just for a couple more things. Ashley's got her sermon ready, so. I
3: thought I already did it. <laughs> With the community uh, group talk. You we know? about
0: kids. We've got kids and high school and youth. Real quick, what's going on?
3: Well, I kind of already Oh, yeah, you already said that. So
0: never mind. Uh got kids. It. But
3: she high wears school. A unicorn you know? hat. What? <laughs> the high school's doing some stuff.
4: Yeah. High high school's doing stuff. Yeah. We have been <laughs> we have been meeting since the uh, the church went outside uh at a a neighboring park, not the same one that we meet at for church. It's been Sundays uh late afternoons at 4 p.m. And it's just been great getting a chance to we have a few new leaders moving forward um that are connecting with the students. And it's just a nice place to just connect and kind of gather yourselves before they have a brand new school week uh kicking it off. So if you have any high schoolers that are interested let me know, and we will get them plugged in at 4 p.m. on Sundays. Sound really chipper about that, bro. Hey, Well, we got it. It's really, it's hard to just contain my excitement. We do so many cool things. We have our, our student leadership team teaching once a month. We have uh, some amazing leaders that have a rotating teaching schedule, so you will get something out of it. I personally miss football a little bit but it's okay funny <laughs> a- it, both of your teams aren't very
1: good anyway so you don't really uh have well, anything to watch he has a new team now oh, i just follow five, i follow yeah.
4: brady so whatever he does they're, they're great it's- wow
0: kim were you gonna say something there i'm sorry if i interrupted yeah. you oh no um well Marilyn in the chat had this great uh, idea going back to the building thing she said twenty four hour fitness has a built in baptismal <laughs> I love it and uh Ashley, your mom is watching um oh, perfect Pressure. Hey,
5: you gotta <laughs> clean that pool, man you don't know that man that's some fungus in there
0: <laughs> uh well let's let's close with one final final thought. Thank you all for joining us tonight um but what what is uh what, what are your hopes and dreams for the near and distant future of journey the church we'll start with uh Dustin go ahead
4: no oh, man I was really hoping someone <laughs> um <laughs> hopes and dreams for journey it's just I, it, I've i seen so many leaders step up throughout the church and that includes our community groups like j was talking about where they're just doing an amazing job running with this gospel message and ministering to people they've been checking on different church uh, congregants or family members, whatever you want to call them during this whole pandemic and made this, you know, really successful. Uh, and it's all because of them. So my future goal is to just see more leaders step up and us keep, you know, producing new leaders as they, you know, gain more disciples under them, more community group leaders, more uh student leaders stepping up into different roles so i'm excited for the future to seeing how uh people answer the call to the kingdom
0: who's next popcorn
4: you know what popcorn is right yeah i like popcorn that's oh sorry i thought you said make some uh barnett you always have something good to say I know for me, I'm just
5: excited. My favorite part is just seeing uh, people's lives transform, you know, they're go from a place in life where they're not really doing that great to a place where they're just thriving and just even reflecting on, on the group I've been a part of steadfast and, and just seeing how just kind of remembering and reminding myself like how some people were when they came in and just not in a great place and where they're at now. And some of them are even leading the group and, it's just pretty awesome. And I just want to see that like multiplied by like 100, right? And that's the idea with the community groups is that we just like take that multiplication and that discipleship to just another level because, yeah, there's only so much I can do. There's only so much these leaders can do. But when we kind of hand hand it off to uh, people we know and we love and that we trust and they take kind of the, that mission and we pass that baton, it's just like, it's just going to be this multiplication factor or like this compound interest that I'm just excited to see just it explode in the future. All am out. Who's next? Let's go, Ashley.
3: Um, I don't know. Most of my hopes are like relational um, within the different ministries. Um, kind of like how the community groups are. I think that community groups are super important. Um, they kind of like are your support system as well. Um, But building that up in kids ministry with the parents, um, and then also just kind of building up um, our youth ministry. And I would love a building so we can do more stuff. But I guess
5: right now he can't be inside anyway. we would love to do lock 24-hour uh, like lock-ins, man. Be
3: <laughs> yeah. All-nighters, man. Let's do <laughs> all-nighter.
1: All-nighter. I remember the days Jeremy loved those. Now he won't even step foot near one of those. Mm, I haven't seen past, like, 11 o'clock in I don't know how long. 11, 11.30.
0: 11 I don't go outside after, uh, you know. Five? Nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Who's
2: up? All right, Kim. Uh, one of my hopes and dreams for for the future, for the church, for Journey, but for the church at large, is that um, every single person would um, take the love of God and the things that God is teaching them at church would take it into the workplace. Now, I remember back in the day before I went on the mission field, I was working at Lemonwood Elementary School, and I was getting together once a week with a group of teachers and we were just praying. We were praying for our school, we were praying for our students, for our our staff, our administration. And we literally saw like our test scores go up. Um, And I do believe that there was a direct relationship between our prayers and just the improvement in our students' um, test scores. And so I firmly believe that the church um, needs to be active in the community And my hope and dream is that all of us would find ways that we can be a blessing to our community, whether it's serving on, um, you know, on a a, a, like a council board for the church. I mean, for the school, or whether we're you know loving on our coworkers, or whether we're um, reaching out into people, into the lives of the people where we shop and live. And I'm speaking first of all to to myself that we would see. So many lives so many families impacted because the church has left the building, basically, and it's not just about what happens on Sunday. But it happens throughout the week as we're meeting with our community groups as we're going into our community and as we're looking for ways to love our community and serve our community um, so that people would actually see the tangible love of God through our lives.
1: I want to know what Jeremy was thinking, because when you said the test scores went up, he started to get that funny smile. So go and tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you're up. Popcorn, Jeremy. Uh, um, my hope and dream for
0: uh, Kim mentioned the church at large. I'll, I'll mention Journey, the uh, the church is that, you know, uh, we live in a culture of California where, uh, man, we just we feel that it's OK just to go to church. And, uh, you know, once a month or something like that, or twice a month or something like that. But I I, I would hope and pray that our idea of going to church wouldn't just be dictated by the culture and what's uh, comfortable for us. But Forget that whole idea. Forget about going to church. Let's go and be the church, and let's just not think of being the church as or going to church as some sort of thing that we do. But instead, like let's go out and be the church every single day of the week, uh, rather than making it event driven. It's it's identity driven within us uh, that we belong to one another. We belong to the church. That we are always. Always on mission, and so that would be my hope for for journey that we would enlarge this and see what we are really about, and that's followers of Jesus every day, not just uh, for an hour on Sunday. So, J Rod, you're up.
1: My my prayer is this, and uh, I'm going to try not get emotional, but my prayer is that God would expand His territory in our hearts, in our lives. And in this community, in this pleasant valley, I believe God wants to plant many churches, not just from Journey the Church, but I could see three or four people on this panel right now leading their own church. I believe God has that in his plans and he wants to do it. There's unique gifts. What's at this church is far. uh, There's a lot of gifts at the church that we're not using. So I pray, number one, that we're going to plant more churches, 10, 15, 20 churches all over the world. We're starting one in Slovakia soon. They're starting to work and build on it. That's happening. We should do some more in this county. So that's number one. Number two. That we would be obedient, like Jeremy and Kim and everybody saying that we would teach obedience because we're obedient and it's so fun and so powerful and so amazing that you become obedient. This has been a great journey to do Wednesday nights and what I said online was to watch Jeremy grow from a young squirmy little 19 year old to who he is today has been amazing to watch Dustin give his first message and was scared to death of people and now he loves to preach and wants to have his own church and watch Barnett try and do different things. He's got such a great mind to tinker and to watch my sister navigate through hard texts that we've given her and challenge uh, and, and find a husband been even in that whole mess and so it's been awesome barnett found a a a wife jeremy proposed there's been so much and and it's good to see ashley become a, a part of this and really help us but here's the last thing that god would become so valuable that people's lives would be radically changed and that would revival would start within your own house one of the greatest things of covid right now. As the gospel's gone into homes, maybe for the first time ever. And people are opening up their Bible. They're watching church together for the first time. I've never sat with my whole family at home and watched a service together and sat there and drank and talked about the message. That's never happened. And I'm a pastor and you would think that would happen all the time, but I'm never home on Sundays and I'm never with my family on Sundays. Having a weekend off, there's been so many good things. And Kim said it, the church is you. You are the church. So let's come together and do something so big that the world be be changed forever. Jeremy, every time he says it, something happens in my heart. Do you want to be a world changer? And every time my heart says yes, and I want that for all of us. So let's be world changers. And I believe the time is now. I believe whatever happens next week, whatever's going on in the election, God is still going to be God and he's going to be bigger than ever. So uh, sorry, I'm all emo right now, but I just really feel (laughs) it.
0: no i love it um people are going crazy online right is that what is that what's going on online dustin
4: yeah there's little heart emojis all over the place (laughs) Uh, uh, no we and we we love
0: jared's heart and his passion and that's that's just authentic and that's that's what we see all the time in our staff meetings and in our our hanging out together and so we are so blessed to have this this staff and uh this church and you guys and, and god with us uh did you see what Jeff could do? His little fire trick, though? I want I don't want to... look at Check this out, dude. This guy's not even being burned right now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> That's the power of God, I think. Don't right try here. that
1: at home if you're under 14.
0: <laughs> oh, we love it. Oh, but, that
1: is uh, the power of God. Want to do miracles and signs?
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Daniel miracle, man. You're getting burned in the oven, man.
1: Uh, wow.
0: <laughs> but it's a scented candle, so... Kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we thank you guys so much. Thanks for letting us have fun. Um, thank you to Dustin and Ashley and Barnett and Jeff and Kim for uh, letting me be a part of your life. And uh, I don't know, last word real quick. We
1: kind of just did, but just one word. Bye. Taxes. Taxes? <laughs> what? Classes. We're going to do Classes. Next year we're gonna have a bunch of classes we're gonna take. So Wednesday's not going away. There's gonna be some classes. Dustin spoke about some of them. Yes. Classes. That was my word.
0: One word, Barnett. God's
5: gonna blow it up, man. That's me. Cool. Awesome. All right. Gonna, God's <laughs> gonna show up and blow up, man.
4: Show up
3: and
0: blow up. Me.
4: All right, that was That's it, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Ditto.
0: <laughs> and Kim, last, final.
2: Um, fan into flame, the gift that's in you. Stir it up.
0: Just like that flame, the scented candle right there. Yeah. Fan it into flame. We thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you. Join us on Sunday. Um, we'd love to see you. All right. Bless you. you guys, bless you. Love you.